Welcome to the Two Geeks in a Microphone podcast, your one-stop shop for television, movie, video games, comic books, book reviews, and more. Now, without further ado, here's Stephen and Mike. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Two Geeks and a Microphone Show. I am your co-host, Mr. Stephen Boster, along with the illustrious, the one, the only, Mr. Michael Shanks. Mike, say hey to everybody. Good morning to all you geeks out there in geekdom land. (laughs) Well, Shazam, I am so excited about today because we are talking about that. Yes, that Black Adam trailer that got released this week. Pretty excited about it. And what's funny is we're also going to be talking about the Justice Society animated film. Sorry, the animated film Justice Society World War II. Um, And uh, Mike said, I really want to talk about this movie. Yes. And I think unbeknownst to Mike, there is a connection between the Black Adam trailer and the Justice Society uh, animated film. And we're just going to have a great time talking about it today. Well, you know, the funny thing is I, I knew, I knew some of the characters that were going to be in black Adam, but it just didn't connect when we discussed talking about justice society and then talking about black Adam trailer also. And it wasn't until you mentioned it to me. I was like, Hey, you're like, Hey, did you plan this? Um, no, actually I didn't say <laughs> but it's a great connection. It works really well. So I think your subconscious was planned. So I, you know, you know, that, that's possible. You know, it, <laughs> it, 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 the, the geek dar, the geek dar was working. The geek dar. <laughs> oh my gosh. The geek. It was right kind of like my, my geek, uh, tingling you know spidey sense. spidey sense happening i love it yes well it was funny everybody you know we we had already planned on talking about the black adam trailer we kind of mentioned it uh when we were doing our live show on kenobi uh episode four review and um and so then i had on my google feed on my phone kind of news and it, it, you know, it, you know how those things always do what you're interested in and stuff. I'm like, oh, look, here's some new posters for the new Black Adam trailer. I'm like, oh, take a look at those. And there was four different ones, and they're showing off the characters. And each one said Black Adam, Justice Society, then the character name. And I'm like, Justice Society? Well, we're talking about the Justice Society movie this morning. Uh-huh. I'm like, what? So it is confirmed that it will be the Justice Society that he's dealing with or or interacting with in the in the Black Adam movie. We kind of knew, but I, I think it was just confirmed that. So do you think that we can officially say this is a backdoor premiere for the Justice mm. Society in the DCU? Mm-hmm. I, I personally hope so. I would love to see a Justice Society movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, give me Doctor Strange. Give me Hawkman. Give me. You, you mean uh, Doctor Fate? Oh, did I say Doctor Strange? Yes, Dr. you did. That's okay. Oh, dang it! Across the stream there. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful crossing the streams. That's right. That's right. Um. Yeah, give me all those characters. Give me Power Girl. Give me, give me the Jay Garrick Flash. You know, oh my gosh, I, uh, that makes me so excited for the potential 
of mm-hmm. what could mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. do it and do it right as the emperor says do it do it <laughs> i i will say that if you got pierce Brosnan coming in as dr fate that's not a one-time event that's true that's true i the, I, I bet you they've got him for several movies kind of a thing so well, let's talk about the trailer Ah, uh, yeah, let's do this. First of all, Dwayne Johnson in the the uh, uh, black Adam suit looks freaking amazing. <laughs> yep, I just gotta say he is awesome looking. I can't mm-hmm. this film mm-hmm. this incredible. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I think he looks fantastic. I mean, just right out of the comics. I really enjoy how, you know, the big uh, lightning bolt on there. I don't know if you noticed, but in the trailer, it's really darkened and covered up, which makes me think there'll be this big moment where it really lights up. up. Yeah, I'm sure it will. I mean, the Shazam one lights up. So, yeah, it's got to light up, too. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. And then, like like you said, we get introduced to Doctor Fate in the trailer. We get introduced to Hawkman, which mm-hmm. Hawkman looks freaking awesome. By fabulous, way. yeah. And they show him with his wing spread. Oh my gosh, what a great shot! Yeah. So, so to take from Jurassic Park, because you know the Jurassic Park movies out, uh, the, to take from the original, they spared no expense. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Good one. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they did spare any expense. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, so yeah, Dr. Fate, Hawkman. Um, who was who's the other oh oh we're getting Adam Smasher. Um mm, yeah. a lesser known character. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. he's he's very similar to Ant Man because he can shrink and he can grow, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and and eventually that evolves into Adam from the Justice League, and Adam just shrinks. I don't think Adam can grow, but Adam Smasher can do either one. Very do either one. He's so, a more similar to to Ant Man. Okay, Marvel. so so we've got like Marvel Doctor Strange. Does it parallel Doctor Fate? I don't know. I mean, uh, okay. Doctor Dr. Fate does come from Egyptian gods. Um, I yeah, I have a hard time trying to parallel those two. I, I don't know. Right. I don't know. I really don't know. It just seems like we've got some some parallels happening. Because that, or, well, I shouldn't say parallels. How should I say that? Yeah, because you know I, DC and Marvel, we've had this discussion. They copy each other all the time. Oh, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. you were talking about Adam Smasher being similar to Ant Man, and I'm like, oh, okay, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, are we going to have a Marvel DC crossover with uh, <laughs> with Doctor yeah. and Doctor Fate? Oh, I, you know, I'd I'd go see that. <laughs> make it happen <laughs> right. as Captain Picard would say make it so <laughs> make it so <laughs> I don't uh, see Marvel and DC movie industries coming together and doing that though but that would be no. pretty freaking incredible if it yeah did. if we had like a civil war you know the, like civil war you had all the heroes side by you know you got Marvel on one side DC on the other side and that would be cool good morning Brian Morning, Brian. Uh, well, see, I don't know if we got Fate and Strange together. I almost want them to team up. Actually, I think that'd be pretty freaking amazing. 
Right. If we had those two magical characters, both, you know, oh, that would be awesome. So, yep. Yep. Hey, so do you have your, uh, your DC encyclopedia nearby that the DK thing? Of course. I sure of do. Of course. I may have some questions for you because I really want to talk about some of these characters in this trailer because this trailer was fantabulous. Fantabulous. Just give me some warning who you want to talk about so I can look it up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. So we'll, we'll do this. Well, well, let's. So obviously we got Black Adam. We see Black Adam in here. Uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Dwayne Johnson. Sorry. I don't know. Can we, do we still say his the rock you know you can call him the rock everyone knows he's the rock i mean i think right. he's still wrestling too i i think off and on i don't think he's as active as he used to be um mm-hmm. if, if there's somebody out there who's who's a current wrestling fan because i'm not but um yeah i think he's still involved because they don't want to get rid of his name <laughs> he brings right. a lot of money to the uh, uh WWE, so yeah yeah i think yeah. it's safe to call him the rock Okay. I think his movie name though is now Dwayne Johnson. I don't. I, I think he primarily goes by the his movie name now. His Dwayne movie, Johnson, which is you know his legal name. Mm-hmm. Well, in this trailer, he looks fabulous. So oh I just want to start with the main character first, and what we get out of the trailer. Total anti-hero. Um, and when we were reviewing it, uh, just or going back through the the trailer a little bit. One of my favorite lines is the same. I, I think one of the same lines that you really enjoy in this trailer. And it's <laughs> where, where, uh, uh, Hawkman Hawk was saying, you know, in this world, there's villains and heroes. And then he's like, heroes don't kill don't people, kill. but I do. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Oh, it took me back to kind of like Marvel Deadpool where, you know, Deadpool's that whole anti-hero kind of a thing. And so do you think that's really kind of what we're getting out of this? You know, that that's a great question. Um, I don't know where they're going with this film. And, and the only reason I say that is because, obviously, this film's leading back into the Shazam family, the Shazamly. Um, and we're getting part two of Shazam, what, January? I think early next year, um, which got push back by the way because that was supposed to come out this year too oh anyway and you know shazam's a little more uh comical uh you know there's a lot of more comedy based in that and this Mm -hmm. this film looks dark it looks super dark it does look super dark so how do you and and you know black adam is a natural enemy of shazam he is the enemy you know he is he is uh, Superman's Lex Luthor is what he mm-hmm. is. Okay. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. um, so how do you bring him into a movie that's primarily comical based? You know, I'm not sure how they're going to do this. And and I find that. Right. Fat, um, but we know it's going to happen. So. Yeah. Yeah. December. Oh, is it December? Yeah, it's December 21st. Oh, nice. Nice. For what? For Shazam. Oh, okay. So it's October 22nd for Black Adam. We got that from the trailer. So then it's December. So it's the Christmas season, Christmas movie. And I'm sure we'll get some kind of lead in at the end of Shazam for Shazam 3 where Black Adam's. Oh, yeah. Would that be awesome? (laughs) I'm getting mixed. 
because there's a lot that says December 21st, and there's a couple that say June 2nd of next year. See, I think I'm it's confused. I think it's June 2nd. I think December 21st was the original planned okay. date. Late 16th was. Or, well, okay. I think Shazam, Fury of the Gods. I think this year was the planned date for it, and I think it got pushed back due to COVID stuff and blah, 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 blah. You know. Hey, I just want to let everybody know, if you decide to look up Shazam on Google, you're first going to get uh, Shazam Music <laughs> software. Oh. <laughs> well, hopefully after Black Adam, that'll change on your search engine. Because <laughs> I got a feeling there'll be a lot of, uh, uh, you know, people searching Shazam and the connection. And- yeah, Shazam 2, Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Uh, right now, it's saying release date December 16th, 2022. Okay, well, maybe it is this year. I don't know. We'll find out in the next couple months, I'm sure. Right. I would love it if we get that right after Black Adam. That would be great, you know? Yeah. And I'm looking forward to Shazam 2. I liked the first one. I thought it was really good. It was uh, good. Fun fun movie. Zachary and- Levi did a fabulous job. <laughs> did Fabulous great. job. And, and the kid that plays... Uh, uh, well, is it? Wait a minute. I don't know. The kid that plays opposite of him, he he did great too. You've uh-huh. got bullet immunity, <laughs> right? Uh, the character, well, the actor, I think, is Jack Dylan Grazer, Freddie. His brother, or yeah, I think that was his brother. Because mm-hmm. his alter is is Billy Baxton. But I think that's Batson. Mm-hmm. Billy Batson. Yeah, I get that messed up all the time. I want to call him Baxton. I think they should just change the name Baxton. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. yeah right. Right. Okay. Right on. <laughs> I didn't acknowledge her over here in the chat, so she sent me a private chat. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> well played, Angie. Well played. <laughs> Thank you, Angie. But, um, yeah, I really like this trailer for Black Adam. I think it looks incredible. Oh, my gosh. Um, and we're getting another Justice Society character that I actually didn't know about. So we should probably talk about her. Um, uh-huh. Cyclone. Mm-hmm. Um, Cyclone. This is my introduction to Cyclone. I had no idea of this character. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I looked her up in the encyclopedia before we started the show. And apparently her character began in 2007 so she's a fairly new character actually mm-hmm. um she's derivative from uh the red tornado character which i know of red tornado but i don't okay. think I think red tornado was our uh part of the justice society at least not that i remember um and justice society goes way back so i don't know he could have mm-hmm. it doesn't you know it doesn't really matter uh so it'll be interesting to see her, and she's got like the tornado powers that that uh, Red Tornado has. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it'd be a little more interesting to see Red Tornado, but yeah, it's fine. It, it'll be cool. It'll be cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I got to ask you this though: I want to talk about Doctor Fate. I yeah. love me some Pierce Brosnan, so yeah. I think he's great. Uh, That's you're a fan. Uh, I am a Bond fan, but he was also in the first Percy Jackson film and did a fabulous job. He did it because I think one of his sons told him he should be in it, uh, the film, but he wasn't in the second one. 
uh, uh, Sea of Monsters. Then, um, uh, but I thought he was really good in that. But I'm really excited to see him as Doctor Fate. So who who is Doctor Fate? Because <laughs> did you see Angie's comment here? She says, "I know uh-huh. all the Black Adam uh, characters because of playing Dice Masters." <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, I didn't know Dice Masters was a DC based thing. I might have to. I might have to look into that. <laughs> <laughs> so, who who is Doctor Fate? My first introduction to Doctor Fate was when we watched that Constantine film, City of Demons. Okay. Um. And that was that was my first introduction to Doctor Fate. Then, um, oh, he's 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 pulling out in the DC Encyclopedia book, everybody. So I, I got to talk for a few minutes so he can figure that out and stuff. So in there, we got introduced to Doctor Fate um, because I guess he was inside his house, uh, um, if I remember. The helmet correct. was. The helmet was in. in the helmet was, yeah. And then, um, and then we get to see. Uh, in the, we're going to talk about the Justice Society movie here in just a little bit, and uh, discuss his role in that. And because of his role in that, or kind of what happens there, is really unique. Then seeing him in this trailer, I was like, "Oh, we've got to talk about who is Doctor Fate." Because I think one of the things you said is that helmet. It's not necessarily he's got all these powers, but it's not kind of like, "Oh, he's got these powers, woo woo woo." But the powers are more of a curse than they are, right? Uh, and he, a blessing. He kind of talks about that in the trailer because he starts asking Black Adam, "You know, what have your powers brought you?" Because it seems like they've only brought you trouble. Mm-hmm. And, and he goes, and I, you know, he says something to the effect of, uh, I, I know how that is. Mm-hmm. And he does, because, mm-hmm. you know, he puts on the helmet and they say anyone that puts a Dr. Fate helmet on goes insane. Uh, that's, that's what the, they claim. Uh-huh. So, um, Dr. Fate appeared in more fun comic books, number 55 in 1940. Um, uh, Convergence, Aquaman, number two in July of 2015. Um, his real name is, oh Lord have mercy, Khalid Nasor. I have no idea if I said that right. Okay. Um, tower, uh, base of operations is Tower Tower of Fate in Salem, Massachusetts. Hmm, interesting. Interesting. Uh, in case you're interested, his, his height is five foot five inches. He's not that tall. Sure. Um, 120 pounds. Sounds like a small guy. <laughs> Brown eyes, black hair. Um, abilities. Helmet of Fate uh, bestows powers of, of light and, and healing ability to channel and redirect fi- yeah, wind, fire, water, earth, and lightning. Other magical abilities include phasing through walls. Cool. Um, allies is Kent Nelson. Enemies is Anubis, Naboo, Upside Down Man. Upside Down Man. I don't know that one. And okay. affiliation is Justice League Dark. Right on. Okay. We he, saw him he, he's also been in the Justice Society, too. So Gotcha. By the way, Pierce Brosnan was, um, played Chiron and Percy Jackson. Yes. Okay. Um, did you want to know anything more? Um, part of it is, is, is so, uh, so the helmet is what gives him his powers then is what we're saying. Correct. 
And then people who wear the helmet end up going crazy after a little while. Okay, so here's the write-up on it. <clears throat> okay. Down, down the millennia, the gods of Egypt have chosen brave champions to wear Naboo's golden helmet and accept the sacred duty of protecting the world as Dr. Fate. So many different people have been Dr. Fate. In fact, okay. I, I know there's a female Dr. Fate out there, too. When okay. Khalid Nassour was chosen, his world changed forever. He discovered that he 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 now possessed the incredible element controlling powers and soon found himself a member of the Justice League Dark. At the dawn of man, a group of sorcerers called the Lords of Order discovered magic so powerful their bodies could not contain. So they bound themselves to objects. One of those kings was named Naboo, and the object to which he bound himself was the Helmet of Fate. Over the years, the Helmet of Fate has found different hosts, most notably Kent Nelson, who served valiantly with the mystery men of the 1940s known as the Justice Society of America. Aha! As Kent grew older, the Helmet found Egyptian-American med student, Brooklyn resident Khalid Nassour, Khalid became Dr. Fate for a brief time. So Khalid is the current Dr. Fate in the comic books then. That means the Justice Society one that we saw, yes. that was Kent. Correct. Okay. Correct. That makes sense. Uh, that makes sense now. Okay. Right. Uh, let's see. Khalid became Dr. Fate for a brief time, but realized he had much to learn to that end. He began to study under the his great uncle, Kent Nelson. So his his uncle is Kent Nelson. Interesting. Okay. At the Tower of Fate in Salem, Massachusetts. However, when the mysterious source wall at the edge of the universe was pierced and the very laws of magic began to change, Naboo decided to put an end to magic. He took control of Kent Nelson's form and the helmet locked Khalid in a piece in a piece of ancient pottery and opened a portal allowing the so-called other kind into the world. Naboo's goal was to destroy the, the source of all magic, the realm called the sphere of gods. This plan would kill all magical beings, but would also put an end to the threat of other kind. So would thereby ensure the multi multiverse's survival. Luckily, the justice league dark discovered Naboo's horrific plan and Manbat, wow, even Manbat's involved in this, accidentally freed Khalid from his magical prison. As Naboo teamed with other Lords of Order, the Justice League Dark embraced dark magic and temporarily became the new Lords of Chaos in order to end Naboo's threat. Later, when the Justice League Dark was locked in battle, the witch, the, and yeah, with which... Cersei in Justice League Dark. I, I don't know that. <laughs> Khalid joined forces with Naboo and donned the Helmet of Fate once more. Khalid became Dr. Fate, a trusted member of Justice League Dark. Together, they embarked on a quest to stop the other kind and their leader and terrifying upside-down man. So, that's the entry on Dr. Fate. Wow. Wow, there's a whole mythos behind Dr. Fate. Oh, Holy guacamole, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's supposed to be pretty powerful. He's supposed to be one of the most powerful characters in the DCU. So we'll see. Very cool. Very cool. I'm excited. Right. I, I, I like Dr. Fate. I think he's an interesting character. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm interested to see it. I want to see this movie. Yeah, me too. Yep. Yep. So it looks like they're doing great with it. I, I Actually, I didn't go back to see the old trailer. I should have done that because that had some extra scenes on it of him sort of being freed and that kind of a thing. But either way, we got the introduction to the new characters, which was really good. Seeing Hawkman was awesome um, with the wings and all that. Like we said, spared no expense. On, 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 on digital, we don't effect. get a great look at Doctor Fate because it, it kind of uh, it looks like he's in the mirror world. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. The mirror verse. <laughs> yeah, it sure does. It does kind of. You know, I think I would. I would. I still think I put him up closer to Moon Knight, but I think he's more powerful than Moon Knight. You know, because Moon Knight's tied in with the Egyptian gods too. So. That's true. That's true. Good point. But, but I think I think Doctor Fake kick kick Moon Knight's butt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> as long as he's got the helmet. If he ain't got the helmet, Moon Knight. Uh, all kick. bets are off. <laughs> right. <laughs> gotta, gotta go fair here. So. Right. Right. <laughs> That's confused about Doctor Fate and those powers. Uh, don't worry, so am I. <laughs> so is Doctor Fate? Do they decide the fate of others? I'm confused. I don't know. It I guess we're going to learn more about. Fate. Yeah, I, I'm hoping we learn more about fate in the movie, but we do have to remember the movie is called Black Adam. It's not called Doctor Fate. So, right. I, I don't know how much information we're going to get about him. He may just mm-hmm. get introduced, and then we see his powers, and then you know that's it. So, yeah. Do you, Do you think he'll be kind of like a I don't want to say mentor character, but you know, there's always that that sage character that kind of helps guide the. In this case, would be help guide the anti-hero. Right. It kind of feels that way. I mean, you know, just by his uh, uh, his dialogue in in the trailer, it it almost feels that way. So yeah, I, I think you're kind of right. I think he is kind of uh, Black Adam's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, other than that, I, I don't know. I have no clue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know a lot about this movie going in other than what we've seen in the trailers and the fact well, that Dwayne Johnson has been selling it to us for the last decade. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. I mean, here's what signed on to play back Black Adam 10 years ago, man. It's taken wow. long to get this movie off its feet. This really has been his project, though. He's the one who's been wanting to do this. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm glad yeah. he did because I think it looks incredible. I Well, one thing that I'm excited about that you mentioned um, was it looks like he is full force Black Adam. You know what I mean? None of this growing into his powers. He's already been there, done that. We got a little bit of his backstory kind of a thing already in the trailer, which I appreciate. But it looks like he is already powered up. Well, we got his backstory in uh, Shazam. Shazam. Yeah, I was going to say that in Shazam, we got his backstory too. So, right. Um, just just go back, watch Shazam, so so you get the the background of of Black Adam, and then come into this movie because we don't need a whole lot. We really don't. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna fill some they're gonna fill some blanks up, mm-hmm. but but his initial background story is in Shazam. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <clears throat> no, that's okay. I yeah, it looks like he'll be he'll he'll team up with Justice Society, but for the purpose of some other big baddie. But 
I, I did like how fate, Dr. Fate had said, you could either be the savior of this world or the destroyer of it. I'm looking at this. It is going to be a true comic book movie. That's the way I look at it because we've, we've seen comic books where the bad guy comes in and helps, helps the, the, you know, the good team or the good guy. Mm -hmm. And he usually has reasons for helping them. Mm -hmm. There's, there's usually a a nefarious reason that he's helping them. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of wondering if that's what's, what we're seeing here. And then that's where we will get the crossover with Black Adam and Shazam. So maybe, maybe that's interesting. Huh? Yeah. Um, You know, it kind of reminded me of in Dr. Strange, the character of Mordo. So in the first film where he was, uh, you know, he's like, I will walk this path no longer. You know, and he actually becomes a villain, a major villain in the in the Doctor Strange universe. And I mean, in the multiverse thing, we don't quite we get inklings of it, but we don't really get a full blown Mordo attack kind of a thing. You know, well, full blown evil. What What is the meme? Uh, you you live long enough to become a hero, or uh, are, yeah, are it you- was. Oh, man, it was in it was in Batman. They mentioned it in Batman. Um, I can't remember which. It was one of the Christopher Nolan ones, and it was the one. It was the Dark Knight, where uh, you live long enough to become the villain or see yourself become the villain, kind of a thing. And I thought that was a nice foreshadow oh, to Two Face. You either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the become the vill- villain. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. That's it. Yeah. Yep. And yep. maybe that's what we're seeing here. He, he, you know, if he doesn't die in this, you know, he'll, he'll be the hero, but mm-hmm. you know, if he doesn't die, then he lives long enough to become the villain. So, yeah. What's interesting about, I think for both of these characters, like for Mordo and for black Adam, it's the sense that they have, they do have a moral code. They do have a strong belief system. Mm-hmm. And so then what happens is it's they because of circumstances or the world around them, they hold to that moral code. But that moral code goes against what some people would consider a a a good code, if that makes sense. Like they have this strong moral code, but they stick to it. And that nature within them is like, look, you just like Mordo, you just broke the, you know. My brain went to you broke the laws of physics, you know, Captain, you know, um, yeah. So I I think, you know, there was the natural you broke the law of the natural order. Uh, You cheated. I'm not I'm not going to follow this path any longer. You're using evil to do good. And so they're like and so or using drawing upon the dark universe, I think is what it was or, you know, whatever to to do good. He's like, I'm not going to follow this path anymore. I think it's the same thing we're going to see with Black Adam in this, in this, based upon his origin. Is you know, he loses his son, and I loved how he said, "I bow to no one." Yeah, you know, I yeah, became I a god. I bow to no one. That was so a good he, line too. Yes. Yeah, he has his own code, and, he, and it and it is for a reason. So I do think that will make for good anti-hero characters. Okay. Um, now, 
I, I know we gotta we gotta move on to Justice Society soon. Oh yeah, we do need to move on to that. But yes. I do want to ask you one question. Yeah, sure. <laughs> because this character seems to go against everything you believe. You know, because you're always want. I want my good guys to be the good guys. I want my bad yeah, guys. My bad guys to be bad. Yeah. And this, there is no clear. You know whether he's good or whether he's bad. It's not clear at all. Well, no, I disagree. Just like you said, you know, where they said heroes don't kill people. That's a great line. Okay. That's a great line in here. And he goes, well, I do. And I'm like, well, you're anti-hero villain. I don't, I don't care, you know, but I just want, I'm, I'm up for a good movie though. You just said it. You're an anti, you know, you're an anti anti hero, but that makes him, I don't know. It's almost like they've got this gray area, you know, you got good on one side bad on the other and then you got this anti-hero who's doing good stuff what how what would uh-huh. that be in D&D? Exactly. yes that's you that good. hero who's doing good stuff and he is not your he's he's not your bad guy but he's not your good guy and you right. keep saying i want my good guys to be my good guys i want my right. bad guys to be my bad guys certain yeah. times i agree with that you know but there are times where I, yeah angie's got it chaotic neutral oh, okay the, the D term for that okay but yeah, <laughs> there are certain times when I want a chaotic neutral character. I look at Venom that way. I look at Spawn that way, you know, and yeah. they're both favorite characters of mine. So anyway, I was just curious. So yeah. we really should move on to Justice Society. I am super excited about Black Adam and we will definitely be covering it in October. Yes. And then now why does that lead into our Justice Society movie? Because... Some of those characters, Hawkeye and Dr. Fate, Hawkeye. are in. What? Did I say Hawkeye? I did it that time. Hawkman. Hawkman. Oh, right on. That's so funny. Oh, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah. All right. So here, here's the dealio. So what is, let, let's give the premise of the film. For those who may not have seen the Justice League World War II animated Justice DC film. Justice Society. What did I say? You said Justice League. There is a difference. There is a difference. What's the difference between Justice League and Justice Society? Society. A characters versus B characters? <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> Justice Society was introduced first. It was back in yeah. like 1930s, 1940s, World War II era. And they are considered more the Silver Age characters. But of course, today, they're on a different Earth because it's all in what you love the multiverse. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> and look at Steven, just, just cringe. <laughs> Bite my lip. We're going to talk <laughs> the multiverse today and he's going to hate it. <laughs> it's not too bad. In all fairness, it's not too bad. But I tricked you. <laughs> you did trick me. It's DC. You should have known better. Right. Right. <laughs> Anyway, go so, ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I was just saying. So, the, with Justice Society, the sixth place World War II time frame. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Oh, cool. We're going. You know, we're doing a story in World War II." And and the film opens up. You know, it's. I'm thinking, "Oh, hey, cool. It's going to be a little World War II. You know, superhero well, film." It, it opened up actually present time with Barry Allen Flash. 
I think when it did the opening credits, it made me think the way they did oh, the, yeah, opening the opening credits. Yeah, the opening credits, it's World War II. But when we get like the first scene of the film, it's right after Barry those Allen. things. It's yeah. like, yeah. And I was like, when that happened, we get Barry Allen, Barry and Iris. They're doing a picnic yep. and all. And they kept Iris as uh, an African-American woman, like straight out of the TV show, which I thought was I don't have any issues. I thought that was cool. A cool connect. And then and then I'm like, wait a minute. This is present day. (laughs) What? I'm like, oh, Mike tricked me. This is going to be some time jump thing. It's going to be similar to uh, my brain went immediately to uh, Flashpoint. Like we're gonna do another well, yeah, point. Actually, uh and 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 the uh uh oh gosh. Oh the the flash thing. Um anyway, it, it's mentioned in here, so so yeah. Yeah, so he he there's there's it's a battle with along with Superman. They happen to be in Metropolis, Flash and Iris having a picnic. I assume they're probably in Central Park type place you know not that central park but you know metropolis that's what i was trying to remember oh yeah yeah they mentioned speed Speed force Force mentioned it's it's a predominant feature in here actually yeah then all of a sudden he's um he's trying to say superman brainiac is attacking superman's attacking brainiac or defending against brainiac brainiac's doing all this oh 96 percent probability of success i'm like ah that was kind of boring. I'm like, stop, stop doing stats while you're doing it. That's that's annoying, kind of a thing. But anyway, he shoots a, a bullet, a kryptonite bullet. The Flash sees it, pushes. You could tell they. I thought they did a nice job of showing him push himself to run faster to catch that bullet. So I got a question. So when yeah. Brainiac started going through his odds, did you did you look at the TV and go, never tell me the odds? <laughs> no, but that's good. Star <laughs> Wars reference in some way, right? <laughs> that's a good one. I like that. Oh gosh, you know we should we should do. Uh, we could have done our review and added that in there. You know, watching the movie and then interject. Never tell me the odds. Yeah, <laughs> do memes memes inside movies? Wouldn't that be funny? That'd be fun. That's a lot of work. Never mind. <laughs> I don't have that kind of time. So, um, and then all of a sudden he's in the speed force and I'm like, Oh, speed force action. Oh, he's going back in time. Okay. He doesn't know what, what's happening at all. Um, he doesn't. And this, I thought that was interesting. This is kind of an introduction to the justice league. Now this is a multi justice league or justice society. It's an introduction to the Justice League because oh, at the end it does. That's right. Because Superman and Flash, this is according to this story. I mean, this isn't you know comic book accurate, but according to this story, this is the first time the two of them team up together. Mm-hmm. There is no team ups. He, the Flash, has never heard of of these heroes getting together and working as a team. Mm-hmm. So. So, yeah, this is kind of an introduction to the Justice League is what this is in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So so he's in the Speed Force and all of a sudden, guess who's there? Whose voice are we hearing? Dr. Fate. Yes. Because he says, follow my voice. Follow my voice. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Dr. Fate is he is more powerful than I thought, you know, kind of a thing. 
because he was inside the speed force to a certain yep. degree, I guess. Yep. Yep. I'm like, dude, that's why I was curious about who Dr. Fate was. That's why I had that question for you. It's interesting that Dr. Fate could somehow interject himself into the speed force too. Cause I thought only speedsters could do that. I, I didn't think any other characters could, you know, Grant, it's not like he was in the speed force, you know, I mean, he wasn't right. running with Barry, but somehow he interjected himself into it. Right. Voice. So that's pretty interesting. And right. Yeah. I would have to agree. That's probably shows how powerful he is. And not only that, because I thought we were going back in time. <sighs> Lo and behold, we're, we're, you know, you find out, wait, this isn't my past. This is, you know, kind of a thing. I'm like, ah, oh, crap, we're in a multiverse. Now, we don't find that out for quite a while. We I don't. Mean, we it, don't. No, and, but that, he is. He's in his own past. He believes he's in his own past. I and thought they, he was for a while. They yeah. believe that he is in his own past, too. Yeah, because he kept calling him future boy. You right. Know, I thought they that was kind of funny. Boy. And yeah. there were times where he would say, you know, I could tell you what's going to happen here. And they're like, no. No, right. you know what right. that could do to to uh, the time continuum, and he goes, "Yeah, I've seen that movie." Yep. <laughs> hey, g- give me give me just a, about five seconds. Hang on. All right. And I, I think he was referring to Back to the Future when he said that. So there there's some you know slight Back to the Fu- Future references in, in this movie that I really enjoyed. Matt Sorry. What what were you saying, Megan? I said Matt Mercer is in that. Matt I saw that. I did. Uh, Matt Mercer oh. uh, is the guy who does the the. Uh, oh my goodness! I, the the D and D thing with all the voice actors. I can't think of all of a sudden. Critical role. Critical role. Critical role. Yes. Um, I have no idea what this is. <laughs> so critical role is I'm dark. No, that's okay. Critical role is a YouTube channel. Uh, I don't know how they're connected with Geek and Sundry. Um, uh, I know there is some connection, but would you say, Megan? I think they sponsor them or something. Maybe. Yeah. But it's like doing Dungeons and Dragons. They do these huge, I mean, we're talking three, four hour sessions um, on a regular basis. And he's got all these voice actors and Matt Mercer is kind of like the dungeon master. He's the one kind of telling the story, leading the campaign. And they've got an incredible studio. Now they get millions of views. Um, and it's really kind of funny, you know, but it is, if you've ever been curious about what D and a D and D campaign can look like, I mean, this is their spin on it and stuff like that. That's what this is. And the, um, isn't, uh, isn't the Amazon show Vox Machina yes. really is, is kind of the cartoon kind of the situation on that. Uh Oh, Angie's like, bring me in, bring me in, bring me in. Oh my gosh. I love critical role. <laughs> okay. 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 So do us, do it better justice than I have. My, okay. my son, my son, Jack loves critical role. Love critical role. And okay. I think also my son, my, my oldest Josh does too. No, Josh, Josh was the one who introduced. So, all right, give us the, give us the lowdown. Okay. So I'm totally going to nerd out here. Forgive me in advance. <laughs> right. I'm going to get, you've got two minutes. Go. Okay. <laughs> so 
uh, Critical Role started on Geek and Sundry because um, Matt Mercer and the people that are playing in Critical Role started out just doing it at uh, Matt's home. Well, then Felicia Day, who works with Geek and Sundry, mm-hmm. invited them onto the show. Uh, to they wanted to do a um, they wanted to do like a D and D video spot or whatever you want to call it. And uh-huh. so they asked them to come on. So they started with Geek and Sundry and then they got so big that they wanted to do some, go into a different direction. So they started their own thing um, and moved away from Geek and Sundry. So now it's just critical role right now. Mm-hmm. So they're their own company right now. But uh, yeah, so they are really awesome and um vox machina the anime show that you see on amazon that was their very first campaign and then when they started when i started watching it was the next campaign which is mighty nine so yeah which is 99 mighty nine mighty nine that's the newest though right no that's the one they just finished and they're on campaign three um, that's which right. is like a whole nother thing, but I'm not watching yeah. that. So yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But they get like yeah. millions of views and the voice actors are in there kind of a thing. But Matt Mercer is the guy who leads it, does voices too. I mean, he's very talented. They're all really talented. They're all voice actors. He and stuff. is really like good. the God of D and D, um, DMing. <laughs> Has Sam Whitworth been, ever been on this? That's oh, a good question. So I don't Whitmer, know. He's he's uh, the voice of Darth Maul. Yeah, he, I don't. I don't. He I don't. I think it's W I T. Uh, I don't know. W H I T M E R. Yeah, yeah. W H I T M E R. Whitmer. I don't know if he's been on it or not. That sounds like something Sam would he would do. And he, he they might have done like an, right. uh, one of their one offs uh, whenever they were taking mm. breaks between the campaigns. Like right now, they're doing uh, a mini series um, mm. in between taking breaks from uh, their yeah. season three. Um, yeah. But they've had all kinds of guests on there. I don't so. know the names of the other actors. And part of me wondered I, when I saw Matt Mercer's name in the credits for the film, I, I, I was totally like, oh, I wonder if some now. of these others. I wonder if some of these others were uh, in the that were in the show were were from probably from if you've seen if you've seen the names Sam Regal, Laura Bailey, um, Travis Willingham. Those are some of the uh, actors that play in the in the um, Mm -hmm. session. So, and ironically, one of them, uh, Ashley Johnson started off on growing pains and has played like Annie and all this kind of stuff. She plays uh, with them. Cool. So cool. Yeah. Awesome. Thank fact. you, Angie. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> Very cool. So, uh, so yeah, he's, so he's in there. Matt Mercer was in there and great voice actor. So I, I guess the point being is there's some great actors in this DC animated film. Yes, yes. I, I I think this is a really good film. I I enjoy this quite a bit. Yeah, um, it was worth a watch. I didn't know at first at the beginning because I got frustrated with Brainiac. You know, <laughs> I was like, oh, see, I like Brainiac. I think he's cool. 
Yeah, he's fine. I've seen him done better, much more better in other stuff. I'm, like, I'm drinking now. I need it. I need my caffeine drink for the morning. Uh, <laughs> so I just threw that in there. Okay, so we're gonna rate this thing. <laughs> we're 48 minutes into the show and we haven't even rated it. We haven't even rated it. Well, I just got into it because of the whole Shazam. Yeah, let's rate it. Let's do this. Uh, what are we using as our scale? Um, Doctor Fate helmets. Okay, sounds good. Although he he's not as prominent in the movie as I'd like. No, him. he's not. But I I, I do want to talk about his character. So and, and I, I like Doctor Fate helmets. So we'll we'll go mm, with. Him. <laughs> All right. Okay. I give this uh, a seven point five out of ten. Doctor Fate helmets. I enjoyed the film. I'm glad I watched it. Uh, I appreciate that. Thank you. So recommending it. It was an enjoyable film. Excellent. So that that was good. So it was a good film. It's animation. The animation was done for the most part pretty good. There were some great details, like when they were doing their picnic, they had a filter on to, to kind of seem like the leaves were on their clothes and stuff like that. The light was shining through the oh, leaves on their clothes. That. Yeah, there was stuff like that. There, then there was poopy animation kind of a thing. Uh, you know, some things you do well, some things you don't. I get it. You're on a budget. So, but it wasn't anything that was that made it a bad film at all right. it was quite enjoyable it was a good story yes it was multiverse oh, but but it made sense for the film um and, and that's and, exactly what i told you too i told yes, you yes you did i did warn you that this is a multiverse story yes and but it was but it, but it played into the plot of the film it did and it was and it was a worthy a worthy way of doing the story, if that makes sense. The multiverse it, can be done well. I've ah, yes, you're right. You're right. Okay, you're right. Multiverse can oh, wait, be done hey, wait. well. What was that? What did you say? You were right, Mr. Mike. Mike, you were right, Mr. Mike. Mike. All right. Um, with that said, I'm going to give this an eight. Doctor Fate helmets. Um, I I think this is a fun ride. It, it's it's an it is. Film. Um, it's a decent multiverse story. There are a couple things I think could have been better. I would have liked to seen more of Dr. Fate in it. Um, he was in and out Mm. quickly. So that was, that was one downfall. I give it, um, Mm. second downfall. I give it is no Batman. (laughs) (laughs) They need Batman. There is a Batman in the justice society also. Yeah. Right. And it, it um, appeared that there was no Batman in their universe. Yeah. yeah. The one of the things about the Dr. Fate character in this film is they really don't explain who he is or what's going on with his character. No, they just kind of throw him in. He's there and then he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. He's talking to himself. He's crazy, you know, kind of a thing. His helmet is there off to the side, um, but he wasn't even using his helmet. So he still had powers outside of his helmet. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, well, of course, um, we don't see him when he's talking to Barry. So I, I assume he doesn't have the helmet on. Right. right. It, you, you know, don't, so you don't really know you don't. And and that was one of the drawbacks of this film is you introduce a character, but you don't really give much else. And, and I guess he was maybe that's a backdoor introduction to Dr. Fate. And we'll see more of him later throughout the DC animated universe. Oh, okay. Sure. Now, yeah, because then the question is, is based upon what you read in the DK book, the the, the dictionary, the DC dictionary is uh, 
published by DK. That's why I said that, everybody. Sorry. Um, the um, it's the older one. It's the it's the uncle yeah, or it's the, uh, the great uncle. Yeah, because he seemed much older, much more frail. But that makes sense because it's just a society, and it's World War Two. And it's World War Two. Yes, right. Where the current one would be more of Barry's version of Doctor Fate. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. So I, mm-hmm. I think that works. I, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I liked it. It did. He his character did move the plot along. Yes, you know, which was good. Oh wait, does that make him the MacGuffin? <laughs> I think so. I think he was the MacGuffin because they had to go in. They had to go in to him. They had to break into this facility yeah. to get him. So yeah, he was the MacGuffin. Wow. Yeah. Now that you say that, yes, he was. It didn't strike me till you said that, and I was like, "Oh wait a minute, that kind of makes him the MacGuffin of the film." Yep. And I hadn't even really put that together when I was watching it. So. I didn't either till you just said it. <laughs> Is that oh. the MacGuffin? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> he was the MacGuffin. Interesting. <laughs> what did you think of Wonder Woman? Oh, at first I had mixed feelings about Wonder Woman. She, she's a little, she's a little off-putting at first, isn't she? She was uh, very, and I understand the character. And 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 once I figured it out, I'm like, okay, I can go with that. A Wonder Woman who is very strong-headed, very bold, very, uh, again, another character I think that's driven by a moral code more than anything else. That that moral code is what matters. And that, hey, we're in a war, and we have to win this war, and we have to do this war, whatever it takes kind of a thing. And that and is that- her full focus in the movie too she it is and, and i i did enjoy how they put that focus over her relationship with with uh steve uh uh um yeah. rogers or no 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 no, no. trevor trevor sure. trevor right he's got steve two- trevor <laughs> <laughs> let's do it with dc and first name but but i thought they made that a great plot point um and Clark Kent, Steve Trevor, <laughs> right? Hey. Captain America, Steve Rogers. Yeah. So um, I, I get those two mixed up. I get the names mixed up. Yeah, it's, I it's do okay. That. Right now, here's here's what I want to say about this plot point because it was very good. They the whole thing. She had this moral code that she put above everything else, even her relationship with Steve Trevor, and the way they play that out in the film. Because he, spoiler alert, he dies, and she's like, I made the wrong decision. Love, My love for him should have outweighed this drive about the war. Now, And, uh, and I, use I, that to teach Barry Allen, because Dr. Fate right. had said, hey, you've got one more thing to learn. Right. And I thought that was great storytelling, because then it brought you back to... Barry they, Allen's conversation with Iris. Right. Cause Iris is, Iris is annoyed with him because, you know, Barry is scatterminded, you know, he's, you know, frantic and he's I, a scatterbrain at once. And, uh, Megan check the chat. Anyway, uh, that threw me off. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, he's scatterbrained and, you know, and he's, he's, he's all, all the time he's thinking about, quote unquote his job his superhero job you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and 
he's not focusing on their relationship and that's what she's frustrated with. And mm-hmm. then, yeah. And then we kind of get the, the second, the, the minor plot to this film, which is uh, wonder woman's relationship to Steve and then Barry's relationship to Iris, which mm-hmm. oh, good. it was a nice little was, underlying. Plot. I thought it, yeah, I thought that was really good. That I, I liked how how Steve proposes to Wonder Woman, and Barry's going, "Is this really happening right in front of me?" And they're all like, "Yeah, this happens every day." <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> we find out that he proposes every day. Yeah, <laughs> and she turns yep. down every day, or does not give him a response. One of the two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So that was good storytelling uh, overarching through the whole, the whole movie. And I, I and I enjoyed that. I, that was one of the things why I rated this higher that said, you know, this is an enjoyable movie. This is not just animation of kick, pow, bam, boom, you know, uh, DC animated film. It was a film with heart and thought behind the plot and how they would twist, you know, turn things and, and weave. It was a great tapestry of a story. And we get uh, nice kicking Nazis butts and, you know, the whole World War II thing, which is Justice Society. Right. That's that's kind of their their prime area is World War II and, and mm. fighting against Nazis and, and uh, uh, Hitler and stuff like that. So, yeah, um, I enjoyed that aspect of it. I liked that. Um, I liked how they showed them as a team and how Barry learns from them. Hey, you know, mm-hmm. I can take back and use mm-hmm. it at this point in his time. He thinks it's his, you know, he's in his past. But as we mm-hmm. find out, he's actually in an alternate or in one of the multiverse universes is where he's at. Mm-hmm. He's, not, he's not actually in his own time. He's yeah, I don't. I always. Time, but I, I, you're going to correct me here, but I always thought that Barry Allen was all about time travel back and forth because of the speed force, but this introduced no, he's multiverse. Well, primarily it usually is. This was, I don't know, this was kind of new to me. I've Oh, okay. I've but then again, we might see that in the upcoming uh, Flash movie too. Um, (gasps) Good point. Yeah. That's right. I think think, uh, Michael Keaton's Batman is an alternate or, you know, is a different universe than what our current justice league is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we might be getting, we might see, we might be seeing in this film kind of what we're going to see sort of in the flash film coming up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about that. So you just said that. <laughs> mm-hmm. See everybody. That's why we have these virtual coffee table discussions and we try to save it for the podcast. Cause we have fun moments like that. Yeah, that's cool. And all. Um, my brain went to, oh, wouldn't it be cool at the end of the Flash movie that we see Bruce Wayne, 1989, Bruce Wayne, Michael Keaton, interviewing Terry McGinnis for a job <laughs> that would That's lead like, into Batman any, Beyond. Any way we can get Batman Beyond into the DCU, I am all for it. <laughs> and I, w- I would and I, I would love Michael Keaton to be that Batman. Oh, he has to be. If you're going to do that, he has to be that Batman. Just mm-hmm. like No, he would. Oh, heck yeah. Well, he's signed on for three films, so he yeah. Did he? 
Yeah, yeah. He signed on for three DC films. Oh, yeah. Batman Beyond's one of them. Well, they're saying Batgirl is going to be the next one, which... Now, okay, okay, I, I we gotta get into some, we gotta we gotta jump back into the news a little bit. So, okay. in this week, um, I'm hearing rumors because I haven't heard anything official, but I'm hearing rumors that the the new president of DC or whatever, oh Warner Brothers, the new Discovery Warner Media, right? The new Discovery Warner Warner Media, however that's all called, I don't know what the heck they're right. That stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he has stated, and I think we talked about this in our our DC corporate shakeup episode, but he has stated that um, they are not utilizing DC's strongest character, which would be Superman, and he's mm-hmm. not happy about it. Yeah, and and he wants something done with Superman. Mm-hmm. So I want to see what I want to see, and and I'm hoping he wants to see is Henry Cavill return. Because I'm sorry, I think Henry Cavill is their best Superman since Christopher Reeve. I really do. Mm -hmm. He looks the part. He he. Yeah, nothing, nothing bad against Brandon Routh. No, no, I think Brandon Routh. He did fine with what they had. Mm -hmm. And just like the the guy that's doing the uh, Superman and Lois thing, um, yeah, he's he's done good. He just needs to shave. Right. <laughs> he's done. He's done good. But uh, yes, I like Dean Kane too. Dean Kane was okay. Mm-hmm. Dean was okay. He, you know, um, I wasn't a huge fan of Lois and Clark. Oh, oh, Dean. Angie's asking Dean Kane. No, I'm not talking about Dean Kane. Uh, there's a Dean Kane was Lois and Clark, and there's a new one called Superman and Lois or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he and he's been in the uh, whole. He was in the- Arrowverse thing, right? Arrowverse, Berlantiverse. Um, he was the one that was interv- introduced in there, um, and he's done okay. But I think that, uh, um, yeah, Henry Cavill just embodies the Superman character. I, I really, really like him. Mm-hmm. And most of all, most of all, I want Superman versus Black Adam. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's make that it would be awesome. The card says, "Make it so." So <laughs> you're gonna have to get a you're gonna have to get a soundbite of that. <laughs> oh, and the upper uh, do it, do it now, do it right, right. Um, my Henry Cavill is my favorite Superman. Oh yeah, Tom Welling oh, in Smallville. Yeah. He I did a great to, job too. I have to agree with Angie there. Tom Welling was fantastic, except he never really was Superman. He was just always Clark Kent. Clark, yeah. Because, because the original creators of Smallville had a, uh, a rule, no flights, no tights, which I hated that rule. Someone yeah. should have punched them in the face. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a dumb rule. Break that rule. And they did yeah. start to break it at, at, the, at the end. He was Hochland. By the way, is the actor okay? You're right, Tyler. Yep. Oh, excellent. Thank you, Megan. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so we we digressed. Everybody, see, we had a squirrel moment. Woo! I thought that was important to energy, but it was important to the whole thing. So yeah. So, um, the 
what did you like best about the Justice Society World War II film? Um, oh, and you better not say Brainiac. <laughs> well, it was Brainiac in his statistics, of course. No. <laughs> Matt's not watching, is he? Otherwise, I'd say Reva. <laughs> anyway, um, I have to say, I love the team up between the flashes. You know, we got the Jay Garrick Flash and the Barry Allen. Nice. I, yes. I love, I love flashes are, are some of my all time favorite DC characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. That man, of course. But uh, I, I absolutely love the Flash character and I love the Jay Garrick mm-hmm. character. And I think mm-hmm. you know, Jay Garrick is an, is an awesome mentor to Barry Allen. Mm-hmm. And, and we kind of got that in this film. I like how they learned off each other. We can do yeah. that. Yes. You know, each one of them said that at some point. Right. Because there, there were things that Barry could do that that Jay didn't know. And then there were things that Jay has been doing and Barry didn't know. You know, like the whole right. they can face through through walls. He's like, you can do that. And then then Jay teaches him how to do it. You know, mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I love the line when they ask barry who he is and he goes well i'm the flash and then she goes well we already got one of them right (laughs) (laughs) i thought that was great (laughs) yep yep um i i will say um my favorite part really was the intro the how they did the storytelling that i already mentioned before was the whole thing about um the tying it back to the beginning about his relationship with Iris and using the, the comedy of Steve Trevor proposing every day. And, and Steve really was a very prominent uh, character in this, this film also. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was kind of surprised at that. Cause I mean, he acted, I mean, he was part of the justice society and he's not a superhero at all. No. And they mentioned that. Yeah. And and I thought that was really good. He goes, I'm still doing whatever I can. Right. You know, kind of a thing. Right. And it was good. And he was instrumental in some of the battles too. And I yeah, and I love how they they portray him as a, you know, a military hero. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's cool and very, very patriotic, yep. very, you know, American. Mm-hmm. I love it. That's that's fantastic. He was a yep. great character. I really yep. enjoyed him a lot. I um w- one of the things I do want to that I that kept me from scoring a little bit higher was the whole Aquaman storyline because I, at first I thought it was intriguing. I was like, ah, oh, great. It's mind control again. Now, you know, it's this whole mind control of, of Aquaman. And then they had this they, big battle. Then the big Leviathans it. come out. And then all of a sudden he wakes up and they just go back to sea. There's no discussion afterwards. There's no debrief of, oh, I was mind controlled. I'm so sorry. That, you know, other than, oh, where where'd that bad guy go that was doing the, you know, his right hand man? Oh, he just totally disappeared. I'm like, oh. I didn't know who that guy was either. I didn't know who he was. I still don't know who he was. I don't mm-hmm. quite understand him. He just came out of the blue and it's like, who is this guy? And how right. is he able to control Aquaman? Um, right. They, 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 okay. I got to admit the Aquaman, the portion of it is kind of weak and they just pull that from injustice because injustice, they use the exact same storyline, mm-hmm. you know? Well, I can't say exact because injustice Aquaman and wonder woman actually have a fling 
and uh yeah and then mm-hmm. aquaman's wife who's the mm-hmm. queen of the seven well that's not that's not injustice that was flashpoint no it's injustice is it injustice too i know what flashpoint right. it was there where they had a fling maybe it was flashpoint i know well they have yeah okay i guess you're right it's flashpoint see now i'm getting confused um, right. I think it has been used in Injustice, too. Anyway, in one of them, they have a fling. Uh, Mira finds out. And then Mira and Wonder Woman get into a battle. Wonder Woman kills Mira, which puts all of Atlantean at war against the Amazons. So they mm-hmm. kind of just pulled that story. Granted, it wasn't war against the Amazons this time. It was just war against all of Earth, you know, uh, land dwellers, basically, um, against right, yeah. So, I well, will give you that. That was weak. That was weak. So, it was. I was like, ah, they should have. They should just. It, they could have taken that part out. I mean, yeah. I understand he was probably trying to make the movie a little bit longer, and I get it, kind of a thing. But you know, say la vie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what else? What else should we cover on this? Um, oh, well, it, go ahead. I was just going to say, is it worth watching? Yes. Is it worth buying on Blu-ray? Mm, I don't know. You know, if you've got I, HBO Max, you should watch it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you should watch it. Um, I mean, it it all depends on how hardcore DC fan you are. You know, if you're a hardcore DC fan, yeah, I'd say put this in your collection. Um, mm-hmm. I, well worth it. It's not Flashpoint. I still think Flashpoint's the best. Um, I think that is one of the best storylines in all of DC. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I, it ranks pretty high up there. It's a good story. It's it's a, it's it a, is a good story. It's fun. Um, good secondary plot point, I think. Um, yeah, overall, I enjoyed it. Uh, you, I, I would call it a hidden gem because when you see it, you're like, oh, Justice Society, World War II. Ah, yeah, all right, whatever, you know, yeah. kind of a thing. But, well, see, yeah, I like the Justice Society, so I, I am a fan of the Justice Society. Mm-hmm. And I said I've, I'm a fan of Jay Garrick Flash. Um, yeah, well, the only reason I knew about it was because you told me. I said, hey, I really would like to do this. I'm like, oh, okay, sure. You know, okay. I was pleasantly surprised because, you know, I didn't hear anything about it. Okay, Justice yeah, Society. No this movie at all. No, Not there wasn't. And it actually is a good story. Yeah. It really is. It, it came out overall. And I, I had known it come out, but I forgot about it. You know, it was just one of those ones. I, I saw a blip about it and I was like, oh, I need to check that out. And then just completely forgot about it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until last week when we were like, okay, we need, we need a uh, subject for this week. And I was right. like, hey, wait a minute, uh, just the societies on, on HBO max. Let's, let's, let's check it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there was just no hype at all for this film. And I think that does it injustice, you know, <laughs> injustice. See what I did? Ah, but a bump. Nice one. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I, I think it's well worth a watch. Let's put it yep, that way. Agreed. Agreed. Yep. yep. It's worth seeing. Thank you. I appreciate it. Introducing saying, hey, let's do this. So yeah. Agreed. And and I like you get the you get 
kind of an introduction to Justice League. You get an introduction to the Speed Force. Um, we're we're introduced to Doctor Fate. Unfortunately, just not enough of Doctor Fate to really know love, who he was. Right. I, I love the characters of, of, that are in the Justice Society. Although I think Batman should have been there. Oh, I thought Our Man was a kind of a hidden gem in this too. Yes. Um. Because our I was. I mean, I, I've always known who, you know, who our man was, but I didn't know a lot about him. And I started to learn more about him in the uh, DC show. Um, uh, help me here. Star, Stargirl. I think it's Stargirl. I, I never watched Stargirl, so I don't know. Was it Stargirl? Um, I think it's Stargirl. Oh, the penguins fell off the iceberg, everybody. One of the shows. Yeah, Stargirl. I anyway, watched it, so. Um, Stargirl's actually a pretty decent series. I, I like it. Um, but the, our man is introduced in there. And, and um, you know, in a way, he's kind of a strange character because he only has his powers for one hour. That's why he's our man. Um, but I thought they used him really well in the film. I really mm-hmm. liked him a lot in here. So he's kind of a hidden gem in this film. Um, so, yeah. Right they decent, decent characters. So They did. They sure did. It was good. All Just, right, everybody. No, no Batman. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. It was, it was all right without Batman. We don't need Batman in everything. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I'm Batman. Right. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much uh, for joining us. Uh, If you want to know more about Two Geeks and a Microphone, please check out our website, twogeeksmike.com, twogeeksmike.com. Also, I want to encourage you that if you want to check out our Ko-fi page, um, that is where we have our... kind of like our own little thing if you want to support us and we're trying to do some special stuff for that we're going to have a new um episode of our uh sci-fi show coming up we're doing planet of the eight and uh, you will you see that pretty soon for those that support us you get access to that um, pause oh, yeah. off me you damn dirty ape <laughs> Uh, there's a little there's a little clue into what's going to happen um but anyway it just helps support us in order to really we're just paying for all the expenses for the podcast so um it does help us do that if you're enjoying it so we do thank you for that um also we've got our facebook page we have a lot of interaction on our facebook page please check that out mike you're doing a fabulous job with that by the way thank you sir and uh, you're doing really good. I, I enjoy going and seeing the memes that you're putting up there and then the, the discussion of new stuff, geekdom stuff that's coming out. Um, I really like. I did and, like the uh, trailer for Black Adam, too, if anyone's in. You did. Yep, you did. So it's a great spot to find that. So um, that's probably where we're most active as far as interacting with us is on there. And then um, but if you want to ask us a question or anything like that, we do have our email address, which is show at twogeeksmike.com twogeeksmike.com so feel free to email us and um, and with that um, Mike anything else that I may have missed you can get our merch also um, oh yeah yeah our website you can get to our merch page which we have t-shirts mugs um, mm-hmm. I wish we had hats gosh I wish we had hats but oh well oh. yeah hats you got to get that crazy little 
digitized thing with your logos and stuff that yeah, I just haven't found there. a good way to get us a hat. So yeah, it's pretty sensitive on those. Oh yeah. Our discord channel for anybody. And thank you, Angie, Angie saying, don't forget discord for those who are part of uh, our community. If you know, anytime you support us, you automatically get access to our discord page and discord pages where you can talk to us, ask questions. Um, we do give priority to those questions because you are already supporting us. So we, we don't do YouTube super chat. Um, realistically, but um, this is a better way to much more better way of doing it because you don't have to you don't have to give money every time you ask a question. If you support us at two bucks or five bucks or ten bucks or whatever, every tier you get access to the Discord and right. all. So yeah, <clears throat> I don't know how I don't know how YouTube's super chat works anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> there are rules behind it behind everything else, but. Yeah, that's the YouTube. YouTube, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna be careful. We are on YouTube, so <laughs> we are, but we're not. Yeah, 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 yeah. I Which, well, I think you do see the super chat because I I know Jimmy and Jason of Rebel Force Radio. They they see the super chat. Do they? Mm-hmm. But I mean, like with us using restream. Oh, I I have no clue. I don't know. I don't know how that works. But anyway. All right. Anything else? Nope. All right. With that said, over and out. And truth, justice, and the American way. Thank you for joining us today on the Two Geeks and a Microphone podcast. Tune in next week when we will have more news and reviews. Until then... Be with you.